titled Dance Your Troubles Away. Interesting, isn't it? How dance is considered a means to help put our minds at ease. Welcome to Lone Pack Conversations. I'm Valerie. Today, let's talk about dance therapy with Tarana Khatri, a dance movement psychotherapist. She is the co-founder of Synchrony, a founding member of the Indian Association of Dance Movement Therapy and is part of the Cambridge Medical Centre, Dubai. She encourages exploration and learning about the self through creative and reflective interactions. Hey, Tarana. Hello. Hi, Valerie. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm great as well. Great. Tarana, why don't you start by telling us how dance and movement relate to our mental health? Um, so I think it's important to note that in dance and movement psychotherapy, movement is the medium. But the instrument that we're working on is the body. So if you were to ask me how the body plays a role in mental health, um, that's something that I can clarify for you. So we believe that the body and mind are interconnected. And mm -hmm. our bodies collect, process and store information just like our minds. So uh, we had an experience uh, just the way, you know, your mind collects it process it and store it as a memory, your body does that as well. So if at a later stage you're trying to understand that experience or the pattern it creates, it's important to understand it both from the experience of the body as well as the experience of the mind. And that's where dance movement psychotherapy plays a role in allowing us to explore that experience of the body and relate it to the experience of the mind which in eventually helps us understand our mental health um, and how we can make it more efficient. Right. So can you explain to us what dance therapy is and how it, can, how it compares to conventional psychotherapy? Yes, of course. Um, dance movement psychotherapy is the therapeutic use of movement um, to work towards um, cognitive, social, and emotional well-being. Um, the role of movement can vary. So, for example, it could be uh, really working with uh, engagement of the body in like lots of dance-like movement patterns. It could be, um, you know, working with breath. So, it's this idea that the level of body engagement can vary but it uses the body in different capacities to understand our personal um, behavior patterns and our emotional patterns mm -hmm. and how we can develop patterns or coping patterns that work for our environment. Right. And I think the most important thing to note here is this word dance comes everywhere, right? So most often there is a misconception of what dance movement psychotherapy is. In terms mm -hmm. of, oh, you dance to feel better, or I don't dance, so, you know, it, this is right. not for me. Um, I think it's very important to note the difference between dance and dance movement psychotherapy. So, dance is where you basically learn steps of any cultural style or um, to particular kind of music, uh, where your mm -hmm. intent is to learn a skill either to perform or fitness or because it's something that you enjoy to do. But in dance movement psychotherapy, it's a very intentional explorative process wherein you 
get into it in order to understand yourself better to understand your patterns better and to learn your emotional and behavioral response patterns okay while you were giving us this answer you also when you talked about dance therapy you said that movement is the medium and your body is the instrument mm-hmm. now when you talk about movement and using movement to express yourself um drama therapy does that as well you know drama therapy is also about expressing with your body movements so how does one understand what kind of therapy they should try i mean how does dance differ from drama therapy and stuff like that so there is a lot of um overlapping patterns between uh, amongst all the creative arts therapists and i think mm-hmm. um within each kind of therapy also each therapist has their own personal approach but drama extends to include a very theatrical perspective bringing in uh, the narrative or the story uh, bringing in roles whereas uh, in dance movement psychotherapy engagement of the body is one element uh, movement expression can be spontaneous um mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be uh, continued into dialogue or voice uh, being engaged as well so i think the use of um, it depends again right you have the role theory you have adaptation of narratives so in both cases the body can be an instrument um mm-hmm. but the medium of drama and movement would what would differentiate it um movement follows so i'll give you an example so in movement therapy we believe that when you grow up you have different mm-hmm. patterns of development you have your cognitive development you have your physical development which is your motor movement and you have emotional development amongst many other forms of development that happens so there are some theorists that say that along with all of this there's a movement development that happens wherein a combination of cognitive skills emotional capacity and physical ability integrate to allow you to uh, to allow you to perform certain movement rhythms um how slow your body moves how fast your body moves how you switch between different paces how wide mm-hmm. your body is so all of that uh, is a combination of this cognitive emotional and physical capacity and that's the realm that movement therapists work with all right thank you for spreading light on that for us yeah so tirana um when did you realize that you wanted to become a dance movement therapist ah that's an interesting question so um <laughs> it was 2008 um i was doing my undergrad in psychology when i came across an article in the paper that spoke about dance movement psychotherapy and i was like i love to dance um i'm really passionate about psychology if i had this opportunity to put it together why not so i set on my course uh, to be a dance movement psychotherapist um not realizing i didn't quite understand what that was really uh what that mm-hmm. role was what that field was um and i think it was a very intense and beautiful journey of me not only learning about the field in itself but re- learning about how i wanted to adapt to being a dance movement psychotherapist and understanding what it meant in the larger world 
but also more importantly what it meant for me right so so what did it mean for you when you say that um so there are certain things like for example i had grown up my exposure to dance had been very structured uh, you know mm-hmm. it was always a particular style um your teacher would teach you the steps and that so it was expressive in terms of i enjoyed it um i loved the experience of learning to dance um i loved the experience of performing but when i explored dance movement psychotherapy i really understood how to reflect on the sensation of the body and how to really look on the inside and you know what story does your body have to say from the life that it's lived uh, what have you held on to in your body without really being aware of in your entire life experience and i think that insight is what i carried out um in my work so even if i have a session where i'm primarily doing verbal conversation i always mm-hmm. find a way to bring that body experience into that conversation because it's important to know that a dance woman therapy it's not just you know i come move and okay my session is done it always culminates into a verbal reflection or a discussion and kind of integrating that to say if this is what we've learned how do we take that forward mhm i love that you said you know it's a reflection into what you've been holding on to without being aware in terms of an experience or in terms of anything else and you help release that and understand that through movement therapy yes of course and i think release is a very strong word there uh because you know it's important to become aware of it um mm-hmm. and then process it and if that process involves releasing it then that's something that you do and i think that's why it's mm-hmm. so important for this process to be facilitated by a trained professional because if the release happens before you or your body is ready for it it can be a very overwhelming experience that might right. do more harm um than be helpful mhm so you've been talking about dance therapy sessions could you tell us what goes on in one of your dance therapy sessions and also how do you analyze someone's emotional state through their movements and how do you help bring them to a state of well-being through dance movement therapy you don't interpret the movements to say oh you're moving fast it means this uh, mm-hmm. your body is small it means this right yeah. um, but it's important to say okay if this is what we are observing as a movement pattern um where could it be coming from uh, why is it important for you or why is that pattern comfortable for you and i think that's where the analysis happens to see, to bring mm-hmm. awareness to the existing pattern and identify why is it working for you and if there's an if there's an efficient way of um carrying that pattern forward wherein it helps you cope with challenges um and helps you move forward if there's anything in particular that you are you know choosing to process or move away from mhm so that would be the role of um, you know how one would look at the movement element um and there are different tools that we use uh, different tools of movement observation and analysis some are more um, systematic and rigid some are more flexible and observational 
but it depends mm-hmm. on each individual therapists and their training to how much of these analysis tools they use and um, how they integrate it into their work so for example i work very developmentally so i apply um, an understanding of how the body grows from childhood mm-hmm. to adulthood and how can we look to learn from that process of growing adapt to what we really need and apply that in our daily life okay yeah and um looking at the session in itself again it's very different for every therapist but i can tell you how my sessions usually are so it takes mm-hmm. it's a three part session you start with an opening ritual which is usually kind of transitioning into your therapeutic space it could be just a verbal check in um a body check in uh, maybe some breath work um mm-hmm. then there's an exploratory part of the session where you really go into um what it is that we want to look at in that particular session so um with children it could be or even with adults actually it could be just playing you know it could be pure um spontaneous interactive play it could be mm-hmm. in depth processing of trauma um it could be identifying a person's response to stress or identifying triggers of one's um, worry and concern so the exploratory part of that session is about really exploring and expanding the experience that the person is in therapy for and the level of movement engagement in that section can vary like a headset earlier depending on the comfort of the person that you are working with and how um, open they are to movement engagement and what is their range of mobility um and it it kind of translates into a verbal discussion um acknowledging the realizations the insight that may have come in um mm-hmm. you know, that exploration and how can that be integrated into their learnings about themselves and how could that be integrated into their behavioral responses from then onwards so it's basically you looking at their movements or something that they've initiated and then asking them questions that would help them gauge a deeper meaning to what's happening in their life and how they deal with it yes it's a it's a very similar pattern to that sometimes it is it comes out of spontaneous play sometimes it mm-hmm. comes out of initiation like you said initiate a movement initiated by them sometimes mm-hmm. it's a more directive activity that might have been introduced within that okay. session so um it could be purely spontaneous it could be initiated uh, by the client saying you know this is what i want to do i want to just move freely and see what happens but for some mm-hmm. people that can be very scary so some yeah. people prefer to have some direction or intentionality saying uh, you know um, can we try it like this so can you give me some boundary to work with um mm-hmm. loving me to explore within that and the last part of the session is um usually a closing um mm-hmm. i think if you talk to any creative arts therapist for most of us rituals are so important and even that closing the winding down the closing of that shared space because in the exploration session it is a shared co-created space uh, it's not you know me respond it's not just me saying okay let's do this 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 
or it's not right. the client coming in saying here listen to all my troubles uh, and you know they're <laughs> done um so yeah. it's a very co-created space it's this dialogue even if it's in the body there's this concept of a dialogue there's a concept of give and take so it's important mm-hmm. to finish that um, integration and to prepare them to kind of carry that forward into their um, lives essentially right so tarana working as a psychotherapist you just gave us the you told us what happens in a dance therapy session and you did say that it is a co-creative space but it is also true that working as a psychotherapist you probably do carry the burden of the problems that your clients share with you so taking this into consideration how do you care for your own mental health um so for me i wouldn't necessarily call it a burden uh, but mm-hmm. sometimes you do absorb some of um, their emotions and some of the experiences and that's so vital for the efficiency of the process in itself which is why i think um, there's three parts that i have followed and i think is very important for any professional one is your training uh, your training equips you to create a uh, boundaries and awareness to how much you are absorbing and how much is that influencing the process that you are facilitating for the client um mm-hmm. your training is very important the second is supervision wherein um you go to a senior therapist no matter how senior a therapist you may be you always go to a supervisor who kind of uh, offers you a space to reflect on your professional work see if how much of your personal self is coming into your professional world and how much of your professional self may be affecting your personal world yeah and the third is uh, personal therapy i believe every therapist should have a therapist um to kind of because it's not i think there's a misconception that oh if you're a therapist you're you know very calm you you don't argue you always are able to have a very mediated conversation but in reality we're all humans so we get angry we get upset and i think it's important to have our own space being held by somebody else that allows us to explore um, all of that so that's basically what i do um i make sure i mean i was blessed to have a sufficient amount of training which i continue to pursue to keep up to date um i am in supervision and there were periods of time where i was in like long term personal therapy and now i use um, i access my personal therapist as and when i need it i need it it's also a twofold right it's not only protecting myself but it's maintaining a safe space for my client because if i yes. don't feel regulated in my own body um in that shared space a lot of it could come off in the work that i'm doing and it would be mm-hmm. unfair to the person who's coming to me if a lot of my work was more about me than it was about them especially with the pandemic i think has really proven and rehumanized therapists in a way to say you know we feel it too we yeah. feel the fear we feel the anxiousness we feel the stress so true yeah Tarana thank you so much for talking to us today for spreading so much light on what dance therapy is how it works and for telling us you know that dance therapy is something that helps understand our experiences from the body and related to the experiences of the mind and you know to 
tap into those emotions through dance and movement i think it's really helped us gain a greater understanding on what dance movement therapy is and also your final bit telling us how you unwind and how you keep yourself fit in order to make sure that your clients are um, given their due justice as well thank you so much thank you so much for inviting me and having me on this um series valerie thank you thank you